want to get the last half an hour of the Bristol City Luton game. One up, aren't you, mate? Yep. Naki Wells. He's getting on, is he not? Or have I got him? Was, was he just what was he? Was he just a bit of a rogue for a while? Uh, he's probably or like injured bit. or oh, okay. no, he's just been constantly mediocre. Yes. What about the? Um, can we talk a little bit about the win for your boys, the egg and bacon at Lords? About that. We're going to talk about that. Um, yeah. Well, I know last time on the pod, saying how they qualified to get to Lords, and um, they went down and won, didn't they? Good team. Um, good day out by all accounts. I don't know if you've seen any pictures, but um, they uh, they were playing on a pitch that was so close to the the the, the kind of. Uh, non-grandstand side that I think even you or I could have flicked a, a sixth. Um, but uh, but a class, eh? um, I think from what I hear, Finn McCreef got runs, which doesn't surprise me. Jack Jarvis mm. got runs and wickets. Same old faces, and then which is good. Um, but yeah, I think probably most, most standout from the pictures. Wonderful attire of the uh, MD Scotland uh, boys in the long room there. Nice chinos, shirts, pressed shirts, blazers. Really nice to see. I'd like to think that they spent, hopefully, all of the night in there. Because if they entered any other establishment, I'm pretty sure they'd be, be ejected, assaulted, arrested, all of the above. St John's Wood, St John's Wood. I think that that sort of clobber is standard for a Sunday night, no? But maybe I'm, they, a, I'm in Balewell in the egg and bacon socks, my days. Like, don't forget Paul, shoes. Come on, I know. He must have borrowed his missus shoes, I presume. He, he bowled outstandingly in the final by all accounts as well, from what I gather. Oh, that's the semi-final? The, uh, oh, the final of that. Okay. I thought we were talking about yeah, the not, MC, you know, Watson's boys. We're talking, about, we're talking about the MCC. He bowled bloody well in the final, from what I've read. Um, and was a able, far, far more able left-arm seam replacement than me having to start my new job the next day and missing out. I think Brocky would have been a bit light on bowling options if I'd uh, taken the offer up at Lord's. <laughs> Ramon Bailwell's one of these shocking blokes that if you played Tiddlywinks, darts, golf, football, rugby, rugby league, snooker, cricket, probably the best of them all. He's also a nice bloke. I really like him. He's a nice lad. Just be a prick. If you're going to be good at everything, just be a dickhead about it, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Which brings me nicely on Hoggy. Hey! How's hey! Hey! We're there, we're there. Hoggy, you, um, you were attending a stag do this uh this past weekend, tell me about that. How was that? I had Spend a stag, show. stagger in Edinburgh. Ryan Flanagan, nice game of golf in the morning, a few too many beers in the evening, afternoon, and I was supposed to be going to Hamburg on the Saturday morning. Which uh, flight was at eight o'clock, and I opened my eyes at half past eight, and that, <laughs> I've never, I've never felt that good. Good lad, poor for one of my best mates, staggers in Hamburg. So let the side down, mate. That was fine. I went home and. Uh, had a nice day with a dog, trying to recover. That's what, that's what I wanted, and I got it. Did you get any ha- hangover food on the Saturday? No, no literally, I think, honestly, I was so gutted I missed this stag. I literally got in, the, I went back to the scratcher, obviously, because uh, why not? It's a hotel room, got to take advantage. Back to the scratcher, mm-hmm. maybe woke up about, I don't know, 10 o'clock maybe, shower, mm-hmm. and then just drove to Megsy's parents' house and just uh, 
I went and sat in the garden. It must have been about 30 degrees on Saturday afternoon. I should really have been playing cricket. Uh, but I was in that. Fuck. I couldn't have driven Tarbroath. Ken Ross was nah. long enough. So, yeah. uh, aye. to be honest, right, Flanner Stagger, there must have been 15 of us playing golf. Maybe two or three other boys rocked up later just for the night out. So I thought, that's perfect, you know. Like, I need to trap door, get away for back of 10, half 10. Fuck me. The boys were dropping like flies. But So it was just, by the close of play, it was basically me, well, not close of play, but by the time it was time to go downstairs, it was me and a few boys, so I couldn't just leave, you know. No. I was doing, I was doing the any, any notable trap doors that you'd like to expose on the show, Hub? There's too many of them. Sean yeah. Ratner, he left very early. Very wow. Uh, Talks uh, a good game. We need to get on with the cricket chat, boys. This is, uh, this is eating up into yes. too much time. And we're on a fucking Absolutely schedule. Right. Yeah, welcome you all, sports fans, to episode 29. Um, we'll get the ball rolling with um, some domestic cricket to start with. Obviously, we have an EPL winner, which looked like a one-horse race from a few fences out. Um, Harriets, or shall we call them the Ferry Road All-Stars, um, have, have clinched the league. Um, no surprises there, gents. Well, it's funny you say that, because a few, uh, the halfway stage, we had a first podcast in about a year, and Matthew Parker said that Stockford, who I don't think have won a game since, could win the league. And I said, I mean, you said that Grange would win the league, uh, Sweeney. So we're, we're not very good at predicting at the end of the day. But, uh, but you know, we should have we should have seen it coming all along. Harriet's would uh, continue their progression. The big turning point for me was when they beat Watsonians. They needed a few weeks ago, they were nine down, needing about 30 to win, and they got over the line. And since then, they haven't looked back. I know they lost on Saturday, but... Uh, but that was the big one. And that was without, yeah. the, that was without the boys as well. Rory Martin yeah. saw them over the line, didn't he? Fair play. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, was a, that was a decent little game. That actually. I think there was another close one as well, which followed maybe the week before. I can't remember who it was against, but it was another close game where they, where they got home. Um, but yeah, well well done to uh, the Ferry Road All-Stars. Um, switching to the bottom of the league, Hoggy. Well, no, I um, want to talk about Harriet. There's no point in talking about the bottom yeah. of the league. Okay, okay, we'll forget it. It's my fault for getting the prediction so wrong. I don't think you boys would have went for Grange, both years, if I hadn't gone for Kostorfin. Because I thought Heretz would just fall off the cliff when they lost all their good players. I didn't want to to predict Grange because I didn't want them to win. So I'll take take the blow for that. Um, Heretz are the best team by a mile, so they're deserving winners. But yeah, the bottom, I'll yield my time talking about the bottom of the league. You boys can have a chat about it. Well, other than other than unfortunately, they've uh, side for Angus Arbroath are going to be down in the union with me next year, uh, playing some proper cricket. Uh, <laughs> Quite sad. But, uh, Quite sad. It, is, it is sad, mate. It is because uh, uh, I don't. Well, Arbroath have certainly since I've been back twenty twelve onwards been always been in the top league and always been up there. So, Aye. it's a great, it's a fantastic community club. In a kind of, you know, I mean, obviously it's, you know, been around for a long, you know, hundreds of years, but, you know, you've got to think it's always a bit of a worry when, when a club from a, a, I suppose, an unlikely location for cricket in some respects is falling out of the top league. You just hope that the, the game won't fall away. I don't think it will because I know there's a lot of good people at that club that will keep things going and there's a lot of good young players. I noticed today, I think they've got a lad in Scotland under 17s. They've certainly got. Um, is it Meg McCall in the yeah. in the Scotland lineup? Like Pranav, he was poached by Gordonians. Shout out but to Gordonians. Poached by Gordonians. That's that's a shame. But you still got um, is it is it Meg McCall or somebody in the Scotland women's team? Is that right, Meg? I Megan, yeah, she's played for Scotland the last yeah. few years. 
that, so I mean, you know, there's still prospects there, and there were still young players last time last season when I played Albroath. I remember getting smacked around by a few 16 year olds. So, uh, you know, maybe they'll become pretty good club players, and I can talk about how I set them up for success by bowling pies. <laughs> yeah, young, young Luke people. Hayes as well. He was in the 15s, did well for the 15. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, it is a shame. Yeah, gutted. But unsurprising when the likes of yourself, Hoggy, is it Craig Ramsey, weren't playing as much that didn't play didn't at all play this at all. season. Moved down south. So you lose, you lose big. You know, lose the majority of big players. You know, key players, guys. You're not necessarily going to get runs with this every week, but it'd be good influences getting the best out of the players around them, and that's kind yeah. of I suppose what's happened there. Now that's it. Mm-hmm. We didn't have avail- availability; was terrible, and uh, we lost Dan Salmond, young Dan Salmond, nephew of George Salmond or George Shalmond, as some people call him. Um, he stopped playing. He stopped playing completely, and he was our best bowler. Well, Rambo was our best bowler. 20, 20 overs of our best stuff taken away so it was always going to be tough but disappointing but uh, it's not as uh, it's not cut and dry in the west is it what's the story there no it's a very much a two horse race there um, it's going to be between Prestwick and Fergus Lee they're the two teams that can win the league and they're Prestwick are just ahead however they play each other on the last day of the season um, so Fingers crossed for a dry day and a good game of cricket. I think it's at Fergus Lee off the top of my head. I'm pretty sure it is. So uh, that'll be your league decider. Um, so, um, yeah, I think, it's, think it's good to see that. Good to see that. I think we spoke about it, like Pete was saying back on the early pod, about how tight it was going to be or how tight it was and how there was so many teams that could win it. And just over time, these two have emerged as the kind of front runners. So, Do you remember the predictions yes. for that league that we gave? <sighs> I said Fergus Lee. said Fergus Lee. There we go. Come on, Preston. I was the same. Come on. Oh, was he, were you Preston? <laughs> uh, you, 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 you said Clydesdale. Hoggy, I'm pretty sure. Fuck you off. No, I never. <laughs> I there's no danger you, if I wouldn't you have said, said I think you probably said, you probably said Air, who are sick or something like that. No, I definitely, said, I definitely said Prestwick because they've been there, done that, and they've not got any oh, you did. flashy oh, shapers like a lot of the teams, you know. Team of grafters. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I said Clydesdale. I couldn't name one Clydesdale player. I'll tell you what's quite impressive that I I was looking at today. Um, Michael English, 880 runs in 16 games. That's pretty... He's he's got a chance to get 1,000 runs in a a West of Scotland league. That would be unprecedented, surely, because that would suggest that it's been tried for 16 weeks in a row, which is pretty good. And then obviously to get the runs, very good. How about our friend Moa Waste? Did you check his stats, Pete? Because he was flying... He's about 780, I think, 780 runs. Okay. So slowed down a bit, but, you know, outside chance of a 1,000 runs with a couple of big tons. Yeah. Okie doke. Uh, Here, as long so, yeah. as Michael English scores 150 in the Scottish Cup final, then, who's caring, eh? Come on the air. Oh, wow, there he is. There he is. You booked your ticket on the bus yet, just... Liam? Uh, I've, hey, I've had the I've had the whole pass from the missus, so he will be going. Uh, you doing a long, long weekend? Staying in the Fezzer. Okay. Um, oh, mate, yeah, full up. Um, right, move on, because we're going to crack through this pod this time. Um, other news in cricket, good news. We have women's, the women's under-19 side has uh, qualified for the inaugural World Cup, um, beating uh, the Netherlands away um, in all three games, 3-0. Uh, pretty convincing stuff, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, good news, lads, all agree? Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 19s World Cup. Never went to one myself, but that 
that must uh, they must be buzzing for that. Do you know where it is? Venue? Don't say it's in fucking South Africa. Channel Island. South Africa. Yeah. Oh, that's Oh, that'll be a class trip South Africa for a World Cup. I don't want to be cheating on our podcast, but I was listening to the Cricket Scotland podcast this morning because um, oh, I promised Brophy I would listen to it. And they had an interview with Ailsa a- 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 Lister. She comes across mm-hmm. very well, talks very well about, seems like a real, I mean, scored 100, I think, in one of the games there um, and is already in the women's team. So I, you never know. They might go out there and win a few games, eh? That would be class. Yeah, she's, a, very be good, good, she's a good player. Last year, she played against us and just came out and just started biffing it, just hitting it straight to mid-off mid and running. Easy ones, mm. you know what I mean? Against club players, just stood out like a sore thumb. Yeah, yeah. She's I, I remember seeing her. Player. I remember seeing her keep Hoggy. I'm sure I've spoken this before on the show. It was an evening game a couple of seasons ago, um, standing up mainly against Aberdeenshire for Dice at Dice and kept nice. very well. Um, actually, another story. She was actually doing square leg umpiring in our first league game this season, and uh, their uh, overseas might have nicked one off of me to the keeper and stood, and uh, kind of lost the plot, and she was. Pretty quick at uh, telling me off and telling me to shut up and get back to my mark. So uh, yeah, good. yeah, I was left in those certain terms. So yeah, fair, fair play. I hope um, well done um, that squad and hope they go well um, in have, South Africa. Are you having a go at your microphone or something? It sounds like you're uh, running through a fucking hedge or something. Mm, try not to, mate. No, yeah, try to hold that away. Same here. Ap- apologies, yeah, apologies. Anyway, what I was um, going to say was yes, talking to the go, Cricket Scotland podcast. He's just been sent the team. And there is one omission. Are we allowed to mention well, I reckon, I, reckon I know what this omission is. I reckon I can guess what the omission is. Okay, well, you you boys can guess, and we'll have to wait and see till tomorrow. Okay. I'm not going to say because it might get time. The show goes out, hog. The game is taking place. Brilliant, right? Okay. Nah, no uh, I won't have it. I won't have a guess. Nah, we'll, we'll we'll go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a good shout. We'll just name the full one to eleven baton <laughs> order plans. <laughs> right, go for it. Who do you think then? I think the omission. <sighs> I think I know the omission is Mark Watt. And I'll tell you why I think it is. This is a bit of investigation. I noticed, he was in Ed- no. I noticed he was in Edinburgh today. I, th- I think I walked past him actually today on Princess Street. And I'm, and that means he must be going down to Derby to play in the Royal London, which would make sense because they're probably up for maybe getting to the quarters or something. And obviously Scotland are, are basically three games out of 10 away from winning the whole thing. So I can understand why. Not a bad show. Like, right. bad show. like that logic, Pete. Like that logic. Is he right? Liam, well, no, I'm, I'm happy to go with Pete. I'll go with Pete there. Just sit on the fence, Liam. Nah, well, it seems like a pretty uh, pretty logical idea. Guess, uh, apologies. Yeah, it's very logical, but it's not true. Wow. So, someone else has been removed. Mm. Who's out of form? Well, it's not, it might not just be one change, but it's the it's the one change that, uh, I don't know. It's not our mate. It's not out, is he? Oh, no. No, it's he's not, not out. Of right, course not. That's good. Fuck, That's if he good. was out. I'd be off this podcast when, on the phone. When are we going? Uh, now nah, go on then, I'll run out of time. Give us it. Crystal gutted. Ah, me, I would like to have seen him. I'm going to go tomorrow as well. Um, if my mate Wally was was not playing, I would I would be refusing to go because I was only going really to watch Soul Bowl, but that is what it is. <sighs> yeah, my dog. Um, really I, can understand, I can understand that. They've been rotating those steamers quite a bit, so it makes sense to me. Yeah. Apparently, he bowled, he apparently he bowled brilliantly on... on was it on Sunday there? He was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, he bowled. He's actually. I've. I, we'll talk about him later. But he's in. He's in my three highlight performances of the series so far. Okay. Um, he's opened the bowling very well on both on both games he played. But we'll talk about him later. Is that all right? Yeah. 
I'll just talk, touch briefly, lads. Um, obviously, our previous pods uh, is, is gone out, and I just want to say, in terms of interaction from people, it was it was positive in the main, and we had quite a lot of uh, people getting in touch. So, um, thank you to to the listeners for that. Um, they also heard as well. Obviously, they're shopping around, do not they, to to put these games in play? And we're at Manafield this week, gents. Um, probably a cheaper place to play than Grange, we reckon. Yeah, definitely yeah. cheaper. And to be fair, apparently the wickets have been unreal from what everyone's been saying. Yep. Hard, fast, not like a fucking Clydesdale hard and fast, all out for 120. Proper, hard, fast. And uh, yeah, even I, mean, I think the whole ground in general has been had good reports considering it's gone through a tough time of it the last five, six, seven years. Yeah, I was up there for the A game, which was on the Sunday. And yeah, the place was looking great and Banging it in that day was Big Adrian Neal and a young bowler from England, blonde hair, maybe O'Donnell. That yeah, name? that was name. Lewis O'Donnell. Um, yeah, both both looked like they were getting plenty of pace and carry from the deck. And having spoken to a couple of the boys that have batted on it as well, um, yeah, nothing but good reports. So, Callum Howard, we've mentioned him a few times on the show, Hog, friend of the show. But uh, what a job! What a job he's done. Having a great time. Loves his stash as well. He sent me a picture of the three sun hats he's been gifted by the three teams. All nice touch. Decent, decent bit of gear there. But yeah, he's done mm-hmm. some job up there. Fair play. Indeed. Indeed. Um, so what I was going to touch on, boys, was what did we think of the A games? Obviously, we, we played quite a few A games against the US and the UAE to give them some kind of a warm-up um, at Fort Hill and at Manifield. What's your, what was your thoughts, firstly, on those fixtures? Is that a good idea? Is that a good use of time and opposition? I think it's I think it's a great a great idea. I wish that A team had had more fixtures in general this year. I think it's good to play against other international teams as well, rather than um, county second teams be a bit hit or miss. Certainly, it's given the opportunity. I think George Scott from Gloucestershire came up. Um, I think you know, obviously, had the O'Donnell. I think it was an opportunity for Scotland to work out who were going to fill the gaps that we didn't know of these injured players, and and obviously. Wally stepped up and uh, he performed pretty well in them, and and as a result, it's got a, got 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 a go. I know that Ollie Hare's got a hundred in one of the games as well. It's good. It's important. When I talked to earlier about the uh, the MCC Scotland players, the likes of McCreef and Jarvis, it's a good go for these guys because they they they've got to play serious games of cricket. You can't do, you've got you can't bridge that gap any other way. You can't go from playing Grange versus Jumel to playing Scotland versus. Even UAE, you know, you've got to bridge that gap somehow. So, and A games are the way to do it. Definitely. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Obviously, playing games is good, but I quite like the squad rotation. There wasn't just we're picking thirteen players and we'll mix between those thirteen players. There was there was all sorts playing. The boy Lyle Robertson, he bowled really well in the first game. I noticed. I think he bowled well in the first two games actually. And then, mm-hmm. but they obviously had they had their their squad of whatever it was. It must have been eighteen. I've not counted it. Eighteen players maybe used. Over the four games, yeah, so, um, I think, um, yeah, I quite like that that they've given boys a chance instead of just making it your sort of picking thirteen and well, you the twelfth and thirteenth might get a game. It was good that they uh, were pretty flexible. Good to see boys like George Scott. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to see him come up for one game and performing. So I'm going to tell you something about him, right? Okay, so I'm aware. I I, I gather he's about to get released by Gloucestershire. So and he's Scot and he's got a Scottish qualification. It wouldn't surprise me if clubs go sniffing for him if he doesn't get another county. 
next season because he obviously will probably be at the very least looking to get a Cricket Scotland contract. And so it might be a pro opportunity there for a club. Mm. Would would one of those clubs be Watsons? I don't know. I have no idea. I certainly, that's the first time it's come into my head. But I, I'm, I'm not involved enough to, 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 to know that that would be the case. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not a bad I trip. know also there was the lad Liam Naylor as well scored a ton. That was on the day I was up. He got a ton as well. Oh, so it's good. Show, yeah. It's good. Uh, yeah, he's echoing uh, what you were both saying, lads. And I, and I think in future as well, it's a real, that's a real good um, opportunity to, to offer these games uh, to, to touring sides when, when hopefully there are more, more sides in town. Um, to give to give it like to give the A games or the A team boys or the fringe players a good go. Um, yeah, if it, yeah. If it costs if it costs too much money to play ODIs because of everything that you need with it, they should be they could be playing three o three A games. Again. I know it's not perfect. Three A games against Ireland, three against Holland every summer as well. How about oh, that? You know what I mean? 100%. A teams or something like that, just because. Yeah. Just need more cricket. That's what we always say. They just need more cricket, and then they'll get you know they'll, these guys will bridge that gap. You know. Yeah. Aye. And I see that point you made about county second teams as well, Pete. Nowadays, it's like Scotland Day are playing Gloucestershire Academy, or it's the Performance Academy playing Gloucestershire Academy. Like it's and half the half the Scottish team are full internationals. It's like they shouldn't be playing against seventeen year olds from fucking Bristol. They should be playing against like uh, seasoned pros, not seasoned pros, but. It should be it should be a, a better standard for them. So close to sounding like Graham Sunnis there. <laughs> no, I, 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 I said, oh, watch it. It's funny. I, the reason I'm laughing is because you've because uh, I know that Scotland they have got a four day game against Gloucestershire second since yeah, September. No, yeah, but, yeah. But, but Pete, Pete, I guarantee you, right? Half that team will be diddies from club stuff down in Gloucester or a couple of trialists. It won't yeah. be it won't be what the boys it, need. Why are they put a four exactly. day anyway? It's exactly. It's it's a very odd one, and the only reason I know it is because I noticed it in the Gloucestershire fixtures. That's all. Ah, so you say you wouldn't you wouldn't see anything like that on the Cricket Scotland website. Yes, yes. Cricket Scotland catching strays here, but that's fucking that's the game. Um, so I <laughs> so, so on the ahead, big boy man. stuff. Aye, yeah, on the big boy stuff. So um, first of all, we'll say as well, pretty competitive games across the board there was one as well I don't know if you saw the US versus the UAE US won by one wicket chasing 250 two odd um, so again pretty evenly um, matched teams the UAE and the US uh, but yeah Scotland have gone three from three um, obviously play again tomorrow but other than the US where they've, they've chased 300 what were they five down a couple overs to go I'd say they're pretty convincing wins against the UAE Um have you thought of the coverage, boys? Have you, have you seen much of it? Have you been tuning in? I've watched a bit on ICC TV. I do. I mean, I, 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 I think it's better than nothing. If you look 100%. back five, ten years, it was it's 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 better than it was. You know, um, you know, you've got Peter Della Pena and Andrew Leonard coming over for all these games. Teams. I know Jake's not doing this one, or at least I haven't heard him. Um, so, fair play to the ICC for investing in that. I know it gets shown on a. TV channel in America and stuff like that. I'm amazed that you know it's. it's I'm amazed that like free free sport or Premier Sports don't pick it up. But um, it's it's decent coverage. It's decent coverage. Andrew Leonard's an excellent commentator. I really rate him as. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, geez, it's so much better than just watching something that's not got a commentator with a camera from one end or or nothing at all. Yeah, um, yeah, that's that's really good. And Peter Del Pan is really enthusiastic. So it's it's a bit of fun, you know. I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I have you watched any of it, Liam? Yeah, along the same lines as Peter. Uh, ICC.tv is usually what I get it get it watched on on the phone. 
when I'm working. Hmm? I must be working hard, eh? Of course. What about um, you? What are you watching, mate? Yeah, ICC TV. That's the only place you can watch it. Um, yeah, same. I mean, the uh, the Andrew Leonard is a good commentator, but him talking about Cloudy's bowling, and we'll fucking get on to Cloudy's bowling in a minute. But he was like, oh, he usually bowls a right arm off, uh, off spin. And what's he doing bowling this? Medium pace. And it's like, <laughs> do you, have a, you didn't have a clue. And then Peter Delapena is like, you can see him like rushing through Wikipedia. Oh, actually, if you uh, it was at this ground, he got called for uh, a dodgy action. <laughs> didn't, didn't know that he used to bowl gas. Did you see? Did you see him bowl? I was well, I was sitting watching it. Fuck me, it's I did, ball. and I was I was hoping that you were uh, going to watch it, Hog. Bit of a wee swing. <laughs> His first ball, I I tried. I, I can't remember where it was, but the internet must have been pony. I would have been I would have been absolutely hanging in my hoop in Ken Ross. So it was on 3G in the middle of nowhere um, trying to watch it. I tried to get a screen grab of where the ball pitched for uh, Cloudy's first ball. It must have been a ball inside landing off the pitch and crosses like in front of, well over in front of uh, first slip like fucking gee. And it was fir- first ball his arse must have been going when he was running into the second one. You see his little little medium pacer seven yard run up. Village. Village. <laughs> I can't believe he's bowling but Anything but creature. Hey, his figure is to be fair, his figures have actually gone oh. you know, read relatively well. Do you know what I mean? But I know, I know, but I hear you, I hear you. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're like not that it fucking matters in like at all, but if you're like a county and someone's watching this, it's like, what is this boy pulling? <laughs> you know, it's like oh this <laughs> this team are they're playing an ODI and he's pulling this. But yeah, fair play. It worked. Did he get a wicket? It did. Uh, I don't think so. He was tidy enough, though. Aye. Yeah, it, it, yeah. his figures like were tidy. 23 off six overs or something like that. Yeah. It, it was like like yeah. balls going down leg, just hitting them in the pads and dot ball. It's like, oh, that could have went into the reservoir over the over the road. But, <laughs> um, to be yeah. fair, I'll, I'll highlight a couple of performances. Obviously, you've highlighted Cloudy with the ball, but Cloudy with the bat, yeah, you know, that's, a, that's a decent return to form, isn't it? I've got him here. He scored 270 runs in these three games from 286 balls, including a century. Um, by far and away the highest run scorer for us. Um, and do you know what? He's looked he's looked pretty steady as well, and he? he's looked pretty content at the crease. And he's managing to score runs a little bit more freely because he was really, really choking up there in some of the other um this is, yeah. earlier this in the is year. So, anyway. time, so timely because you know, we've got this World Cup in um, in October and going into the last one, he was out of form, but he stayed on the side because, you know, he's got wonderful pass record and it was just hard to watch. But fingers crossed, if he can keep this up, it's really good for Scotland because, you know, there were people probably who were saying, well, maybe he's going to think about jacking it in. Now, all of a sudden, he's scoring a run a ball in 50-over cricket. Great. I mean, geez, fantastic. Great to see. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Um the other person I want to speak of now because he actually had his his opening spell in this game. He opened the bowling and he bowled fast. Like that is that was quick stuff like this, and he was doming folk. I don't know if you saw it, but he rattled and he rattled the same chap. I think it was looking through the card. I think it was CP Rizwan, and he um, so he's hit him on the helmet twice, and he's not known much about it. Like, and he's taken the, the top three in the, in that game. I think Scotland had them thirty six for three after ten overs. Um, and I think so at that point there's maybe three for 21 off of five or six but he definitely looked like he was bowling with I don't know if you saw it Hoggy but he was actually his run up looks like he's maybe slowed it down a little bit and he's just bashing the crease but it's 
he's not lost any pace, that's for sure. I've not seen, I saw one clip on Twitter um, of him bouncing a boy and the boy just like <laughs> watching it straight in between his eyes, domed. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I've not seen, I haven't seen it, I've heard from numerous folk that he's bowling proper fast, which is quality. And it, when you get a wicket like that and you've got someone like Soul running, hitting the pitch like that, that'd be quality to watch him. Gutted he's not playing tomorrow, but, or whenever it is. But yeah, that's, uh, but that's what that's what he's there to do, running and bowl fast. Probably not generally there to like run in and fucking like contain boys. He's there to like intimidate them. So yeah, fair play, like it, fair play. It seems seems to me like he's bowling fast. He was fast, but a bit more erratic last year and early part of this year. He's fast and targeted. Well, that's fantastic. That's brilliant. You know, he's still going to go for runs because it doesn't take much to get a bit of bat on those things. But if he's if he's being targeted, he's going to get more wickets. And ultimately, Scotland need to bowl sides out if they're going to have any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, he was bowling that's with good. a apparently he was bowling with a, a third man and a like a like two third men basically because the boy was just throwing bat and it was just top edging. So it was basically mm. like a slip just on the keeper's right shoulder on the boundary. On the boundary. Yeah. <laughs> Nah. I think he's. I think like um, you know, he must he must be co- obviously comfortably the fastest bowler of Scotland they've got at their disposal. Like, but if you can ah. get if you can get him bowling with accuracy, like he, he'll be such a weapon to have. Like, ah, I don't even um, think like it's difficult for him to be like super accurate because he's charging in and he's not. He's just not that type of bowler. He's he's not he's not going to play every game because he's putting so much through his body. It's yeah. difficult when you're just like. Injured, I'll come back straight into a couple of games. Injured again, so you can't get that sort of rhythm. So run in and try and bowl as yeah. fast as you can. He should be getting, he should be getting a gig in this fucking IPL stuff that they're doing in the UAE in South Africa. Have you seen any mm. of that? Oh yuck! Don't even get me started so, on it. So they're picking, they're picking uh, associate players, and like someone's got to be watching solely running and bowl on a proper wicket. And it's like, what if someone turns on the TV right and sees Cloudy bowling those sixty mile an hour fucking double bouncers to the keeper and he turns it off and souls at the other end fucking bowling over the keeper's head They're, aye it is what it is get, soul, get his, soul should get a chance in a competition like that you know because pace yeah. like that is pretty rare absolutely but uh, aye I didn't Good to see Cloudy's batting but yeah it looked unbelievable I, I watched the highlights I didn't watch any of the batting live but from how he batted in the first couple of games and again back to the Clydesdale pitch like couldn't hit the ball off the square. Yeah, he made 50. He made 50 off 90 balls twice. And then he gets you on a proper cricket pitch and just looks unbelievable. So, mm. yeah, he can do it a couple of ways. He's obviously in Nick, so hopefully that continues. Like, it's good to watch mm. when he's bats like that. And what about his catching? Yeah. She's catch a hoy. Yes. Oh, good. Left hand behind himself, basically. Oh, slip. That was, uh, that was Michael Carson-esque. Remember that one, Pete? I do. I do. What a catch that was. He caught one against yeah. us, Liam Carson. Um mm. Like just a big, uh, big whoosh from one of our batters, and the keeper's not seen it and stuck a paw out straight in. It was straight in. It was the same as as uh, Cloudy's. Yeah, but, uh, I like that one. That was that was uh, a sharp take. Uh, just like just on that knock, you were saying, Hog. Obviously, the second game, Scotland have been set two nine six to win against the US, which is a chase. Like, which is a chase. I right, Scotland won cross there as well and put them in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think from what I've seen on the on the. The, the ICC stuff, the whole game stuff. Like Crossy looks like he's doing quite well uh, leading, but I think he must have been thinking that halfway oh. there, like, oh, geez. When, uh, <laughs> um, when Adrian Neal goes six 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 in the last over, his arse would have been going like, I crossed. Yeah, yeah. that was a weird call. That was weird. I mean, 
Adrian Neal, even in club cricket, doesn't bowl at the end of an innings. I've seen him get taken to pieces at the end of an innings in a club game. So yeah. that is a weird choice of last bowler. Aside from that, Crossy's done pretty well. Eh? Aye. Did, did Safi bowl the second last? No, he bowled the, the third, third last. last. He bowled the third last. Yeah, so it was weird. I think because I think he got a bit of tap, he obviously thought, yeah. I will bring Adrian on. But I thought Safi was unlucky. He got nicked down to third man for four once. But um, I'm just looking at the chase. So Cloudy's gone 117 off 91 balls, nine fours, five sixes. He's come in at 77 for two and he's walked off at 266 for five. Like that is, that's owning a, owning a chase, like, isn't it? Very good that's stuff. Very good. It's superb know, stuff. Do, do you know what impressed me about that one was they got off to, you know, the momentum. Cricket, we all know cricket's all about momentum. And it felt like America had that momentum with those last four overs going for about 50 runs. Yeah. Aaron Jones whacking it everywhere. And then Scotland immediately came out and went at six and over. And all of a sudden it's like, right, actually, we only need 240 off of 40 with. 10 wickets in hand and all of a sudden that makes it very very easy and it's just like that I thought that was very impressive from Kyle and Craig and then Cloudy's come and taken it on and done exactly what you know what what we always hope he, he would do and he's done it really well so fair play to him exactly absolutely Pete you said Pete and then not to go back to fucking what you said before but against New Zealand in a T20 chasing 250 you were like oh well Munzee who do you open the batting with Munzee and who some other fucking clother and you were like oh well they set a good uh, they they put a good partnership on, you know, it was a good start, 60 for no wicket. It was like 60 for no wicket off eight overs chasing 250. Kick them over, you know. You're right there, though, getting ahead of the game. Well, did Kyle hit the first four balls of that game for four? Or is that the was that the first game? Uh, first game against UAE. Oh, was it? Mm. You, went, but, you went first four, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, they got off to a decent start. That was because Wally was twatting it. But Yeah, he did. It is. It's all about, like, setting that, like, Standard, almost standard, but um, the tone of the chase. Do you know what I mean? You can't just go in and be like, "Oh, for thirty for no wicket off ten overs, then that's good." Chasing three hundred, it's like, well, that isn't good because now you're fucking behind the game. So you're better being seventy for fucking two than thirty for no wicket chasing three hundred. And they've just gone out and got at it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that yeah. helps. That helps Cloudy because if Cloudy comes in at thirty for none, uh, thirty thirty for one off of eleven overs then his arse is going. But if he walks out at 70 for two and he's got all the time in the world, then he can just go in and bat. And he, he did that. He was one off nine balls, I think. And then he uh, finished, what, 117 off 90. So fair play. Yeah. Some knock. Yeah. Crossy batted well that day as well. And then Greaves and Leesky. Just put it to bed, eh? Just put it to That's bed. why Leesky's great in that position, in my opinion. <laughs> I know that you two think he should be batting. You, you two should be batting. think he should be batting at three in a 50-over game, which I think is absolutely fucking insanity. Put him in at three in a put him in at three in a T20, but I think he's a great closer in a 50-over game. If you put him in at three in a 50-over game, he's going in in the 10th, 15th over, and you know he could come off. There's a good chance he's not going to, um, in my opinion, and and that's why I, I like him lower down. But that's at least we're not all fucking agreeing the whole time. That's all in it. Like Liam because we spent forty on minutes on this podcast bed. agreeing with each other constantly. Yeah, <laughs> but I, that's 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 my view. Here, Leesky, if Leesky faces ninety balls, he scores one hundred and twenty as well, and the rest. And yeah. he, like, he just doesn't get the opportunity. Pete, he comes in every game with fucking twenty five balls to go. He hits one for six, then gets out. Nah, he's yeah, wasted. I'll, he's I'll wasted. Give you an exa- I'll give you an example of this, right? Okay, but he's not necessarily going to face ninety. Last night, he'll do that one in every 10 times. And that's why he can't be a number three bat. 
And I'll, if you you think back to the first UAE game, right? Okay, he came in with about ten overs to go, and he still didn't see it. He got out in the forty sixth over, I want to say, on that occasion. Yeah, forty six point one. I see. I know, and, but he's not you know, bad you for average, him, though. But you, but you no, but you also want to see him close it out to the. But the point is, is that he's not a. He's he's too much of a liability to bat any higher, <laughs> in no my chance. opinion. He's made he's made thirty nine, caught forty off twenty five. He's only hit four boundaries there. So it's not That's even. Good. It's, it's not very even, good. Yeah, but, but this is you're doesn't getting, mean to say he should be batting the three. Shouldn't be batting the three. No, you're getting blinded, Pete, by the big fancy sixes and the big fancy fours. He's only hit four boundaries there, and he's still scored a hundred at hundred and fifty six strike rate. The energy that he brings to that game and that team is wasted. Fucking either carrying drinks, bowling, absolute filth, or batting fucking seven eight. Get him in the top three and let him twat it. Don't even, don't even let it bat twat it. Just let him go out and bat. Fuck me. But that's why we're sat here, boys. Armchair <laughs> supporters. Um, aye. Any other notable, notable performances? Well, I'm just, I'm just getting to the last game and getting to my mate. I've got, I've got to talk uh-huh. about him. I've got to talk about him. But we'll get there. Um, so the last, the last game that we saw on Sunday. So, well, you'll know about that hog, or, or maybe you don't actually. But two ODIs in two days. I think ask. Uh, Maybe for Watty, but no, I don't think so. You play oh, back to games all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, well, just someone who's been there and done it. I just want to ask. Well, we've all played fucking um, back cricket games, haven't we? Because ah, it was in the tropical conditions of Aberdeen, you know. Yeah, uh, I don't think I don't I don't, I don't think um, back games of playing an Esker Division Two game followed <laughs> by a, a, a a small clubs cup game is the same, Matthew, as playing. Like you did probably against, you know, some opposition. Well, I think you should be given your 110%, regardless of who the opposition are. So that's just probably a mentality thing for you two boys. But um, (laughs) that's that's, that's... (laughs) moving on. Um, (laughs) The last Sunday um, was a UAE. UAE won the toss this time, stuck Scotland in, and they didn't make a solid start. Um, found themselves 16 for 2 54 for 3 um, and then Cloud and Cross got together and put on how much have they stuck on 110, 120 um, a pretty, pretty achievable chase uh, 254 after after 50 overs gents, runs again for McLeod and 85 off 92 for Crossy in a game there I thought but um, did any of you see any of the batting of that boys? I, I didn't watch the game, but what I would say is that I felt, got the impression after the other game against the UAE that if you got over 250 against the UAE, they weren't going to get it, regardless of the pitch. And that was proven. So, yeah, I think it always felt enough, even though against better quality opposition, it isn't. Fair. Hog? Yeah, for sure. I remember the first game when Scotland got 260, I thought the UAE were in with a shout of chasing that, and you said, Pete, that they would get rolled for 220. And they got rolled for one nine eight, so you were fucking spot on there. But mm-hmm. two fifty, still, I would have, I would have had UAE favourites chasing that, but they didn't give themselves a chance, did they? Nah, that's not that's really. Total match winning innings from Cloudy and Crossy again, though. What a partnership! And a little bit different from Cloudy as well. Slower strike rate, but what about Jones's strike rate in that game? Fourteen off forty. <laughs> apparently, Chewing balls. Apparently, eh? he was, apparently he was ill, so give him the benefit yeah. of the doubt. Yeah, but also, is he in tomorrow? Eh? I don't know. I've not got the 11, just got told to who's playing. Um, and then, uh, oh, Leeski failed because he got a nosebleed. He was batting six. Fuck me. 
You yeah. can't count. He's, bat- he's batting at seven there, mate. You can't yeah, even look yeah. at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> had had uh, scrolled too far there. Mm. Yeah. Okay, he's batting at seven. Still on those. He had a bit of time as well. He's in the 30, 38 over. 12 over so. Um, anyway, we'll get on Basil, to the bowling. Basil Hamid's got the best of them. Aye, yeah, let's go on to the bowling. Yeah. Slurpy, slurpy. Yeah, so I don't know if you saw it, but it was a, it was a cracking spell. It was a cracking spell. He was flying. Um, we're obviously talking about Mark Watt here. Um, yeah, he was just on fire, the boy. So he's he's finished five for thirty three from his ten overs, but at one point I think he has three for six or something, something like that. And it's he's taken out batsman number what was it? The guy Lacra two, four, and five. Um, some nice stuff from McLeod and Cross as well. Cross is lovely, lovely stumping there as well. Um, he finished it off with a nice cotton ball as well. So some air time on that. Vertical leap, you see that cotton ball? Hey, you could have got a few newspapers under them there. I'll tell <laughs> you. But I'll tell, I'll say it was a little little discussion in our own little group. I'm sure you all agree whether he should have played or not for uh, in some of these games, uh, Hoggy. And his figures were 11 for 102 from his 30 overs from these three games. So, oh, you know, I mean, he's uh, he's bowled it well, isn't he? Absolutely, yeah. No, I just thought the first game, right? I thought the first game, the way Hamza was bowling, opening the bowling. And the pitch at Manafield, I've been told, was hard and fast. They could have, mm-hmm. they could have just went with the one Premier bowler. No disrespect, Premier spin bowler. No disrespect to Grievo and Whiskey, who are the part timers. And when acquired, can bowl three or four overs to get a few away, and then just pile your team full of the proper bowlers, the seamers. So yeah, I said Watty could have carried the drinks the first game, but proved me wrong, didn't he? What he bowled three for. Someone in the first game as well. Something like that. Off the top of my head, yeah. Three aye. for 39 or something like that. Yep. Aye, yeah. So, um, aye. showed his class, aye. didn't he? He's bowled well the whole time. He's, he's yeah, always going to do that. I didn't doubt him. I didn't doubt him. I said he would be. He should be in the side. He's, he's going to go down as... He, he'll eventually go down as one of Scotland's best ever players. 100%. And he proves, you know, proves it time and time again. I think it's good Good on him. Good on him. Fair dues. Yeah. I mean, all the, all the bowlers in that game have bowled well. Has. Yeah, my has. Ar- I'll just say my argument was they obviously liked Hamza opening the bowling, so to take him out, he he played the first game I think, but you couldn't you couldn't replace Hamza with Watty to open the bowling just because you want a spinner to open the bowling like that's Hamza's role and he's been doing it well, so you yeah. wouldn't have removed him just to bring Watty in, but yeah, they obviously Watty's obviously one of the top players, so they uh, they like him in there and rightly so. Yeah, 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 can't disagree with that. Nah, but the I mean, bowling you bowled like again, three for eleven. Yeah, yeah three overs in there. Whiskey's bowl tidy there. Eh? Five overs. He has. He has. He was. He was giving it revs like. Although, let me I see. Hate. Is this the game? I think he got got it at Basel. So he got his revenge. <laughs> but uh, Basel's just twatted a fucking long hop straight at Grievo out at um, Cow. So you know, what I mean, I, but in the book it says Cock Greaves bowl least one for sixteen from five. So well yeah. done, Whiskey lad. Ah, he's obviously bowled a few at Basil because he's uh, he's been dooring it the whole time. He's obviously bowling at absolute puddings at the bottom of the order. So I think I'd be yeah. able to bowl five overs of uh, off spin against the UAE. Deadly. Mind Deadly. But, um, but yeah, overall, lads, three from three, three good performances on three good decks, um, in good weather, um, and all the kind of positive stuff that's going around just now, obviously connected with the, with the under 19 teams. It's a good little, good little time for Scottish cricket, isn't it? Very good, yeah. And I just think it's good that they've got, like, this will be the eighth ODI they've played in Scotland. Can't remember the last time that would have happened. And good weather, 
I don't think any of the games were rain affected other than the one that was, well, today. Um, so, yeah, more of that, please. That's the way. I would say that the coverage is pretty dog shit from Sky Sports and the BBC and all that because, I mean, all you hear is the hundred and nonsense like that. I mean, two weeks ago, Sky Sports were fucking all over it. And where are they? But that's the way it goes. Yeah, agreed. Pierre? Yeah, no, couldn't, couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I mean, I'm just looking at, I've been looking at this table of the World Cricket League and ultimately, obviously, it's all about the four teams that finished top four so they qualify for the final World Cup qualifier. But ultimately, we want to win it. Three game, if we get three more wins, we'll go ahead of Oman, who've not got any more games left. And I'm pretty sure that the teams below us can't get much more, get many more points anyway. So I would like to see us win. If we can win tomorrow, go. I think we've got a next series is in Namibia, win a couple of games there. Like last series, I don't know where it is, but if we've already won it, let's, this is going to be a bit of a bold statement, but I would love to see some of our younger players playing in, it, in in that last series, just because it's an opportunity. It's the first time probably for a long time Scotland have actually got one day international games where it's not all on the line and you can start bloody youngsters because, yes, it's great to see McLeod back in form. Yes, um, it's always great to see Karkutz to score runs, 3,000 for uh, one day international runs he's got now, but they're old and we need to start taking opportunities we can that we can to play 20-year-old, 21-year-olds, Naylor, McCreef, uh, Jarvis, these kind of guys in in one day international cricket as early as possible, so that we can blood that next group um, because opportunities are limited. It's a nice show. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. that. I don't know if uh, if that's how it'll go, but definitely, there's definitely two or three boys there who would who would get so much from that. Do you know when those games are? Because I'm looking at fixtures here, and I think it just goes from these games straight to the World Cup. So it does. The Namibia series is in December, and I think the final series is in, um, I want to say, something like February or March or something along those lines. So it is a long way away. And my, I'm just feeling that by that point, a lot of our boys who have played in the T20 World Cup might be getting a bit fatigued, might want a bit of time off. And that's why there'll, there'll be an opportunity for younger players. Yeah, definitely. I think, it's, I think, that, I think that one's in Nepal, lads. I think that's where the last one's. Nepal um, away? Yeah, how good. I think so, mate. I think what so. What a tour that would be. I know. Wouldn't it be great to, like Pete said, get a couple of young'uns and get them actually on the park, which would be great. Well, that's it, because fuck me, you're not going to learn much carrying juice, are you? No. So you've got to get them no. in. But again, that's what the that's what the A team games are. They need to um I don't know, yeah, they need to they need to get more games for those boys against, as you say, associate players, because that's ultimately mm-hmm. who you're going to be playing against. Yeah. Uh, it's just you know. time in it, and it's obviously like being such a like truncated like cricket season for for Scotland, isn't it? It's been a rarity that they've had so many different games to play, um, with kind of the with COVID and all that disruption. But yeah, more. I'd like to see it more. I'd like to see it more. I'd like to like to see another season like this one. It's a real shame that this World Cricket League doesn't lead to going into that Super League like Holland did Aye, the last time. Say. Exactly. Because exactly. That, that 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 is what we should be playing for now. Rea- the reality is is that. We are a very evenly matched 50-over team with Ireland. I think we're a better 50-over team than Holland. And um, and we're not getting those opportunities to play those teams. It's great, actually, that New Zealand came over and played three games. It's an embarrassment to the ECB that England don't come and play against Scotland at least every other year, or we go down there. You know, this this is what should be happening. And, and we need those opportunities against the high quality of us because they'll have taken so much from that game against New Zealand, those, that little series against New Zealand, so much from it, that that's what makes our players better. They suck up yeah. so much from those games. Ah. And, and yeah. we just need more of them. Yeah. 
it's just margins, isn't it? It's just margins. Like you could be slightly off and go all around the park against a team like New Zealand that against the UAE you might end uh, up with two for thirty. You just get you probably just I mean, I, I can't think back, but you probably just slip into like you're running in bowl against New Zealand and you're slightly off. You're running in bowl against an Arbroath and they play and miss to the same ball that someone's twatted you out of the park against New Zealand and you think it's a good ball, but it's not when you play against the big boys. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But you, they mm-hmm. do, they just need to play consistently against the uh, the big boys. Yeah. We'll definitely see. It's a shame. It's a shame this World Cup's not a 50 over World Cup and it's not a T20 World Cup, but oh, it is a T20 World Cup, but. Yeah, it is yeah. what it is. It is what it is, lads. Oh, well. And the squad will change as well because you've still got boys down south to come in. Like Whether they pick yeah. Wheel or Davey, who mm-hmm. else is down there that you could pick? I think Macintosh. I exactly, yeah. Yeah. You know, he's, playing, he's playing ISO. He was playing for Durham the other day. I was watching there against Gloucestershire and he was he was twatting Gloucestershire all over the park. Gloucester still won. It was one of the highest scoring uh, 50 over games of all time, I think, or something stupid in terms of the number of runs scored. There was 780 runs or something like that in a game. But, um, but yeah, he was twatting it everywhere. Unbelievable. So, um, so good, good on him. And if, you know, the thing is, he's a wicketkeeper. Crossy's an excellent wicketkeeper, but he might get a go. Yeah, another one to consider. It's just, for sure. it's just a bonus that he's a keeper. Like yeah. he's a batter that can put a set of gloves on. You've got hundreds of keepers. Just pick your best team for batting. Mm-hmm. I was listening. I was uh, speaking to Tian the Strathy amateur, he was telling me the competition he goes back to in South Africa, he, it's, a, yeah. it's an 18 over a side competition and you pick 11 batsmen and then you pick 11 bowlers and your six, seven bowlers and your four best fielders to play in the second innings. So you pick, you have 22 players playing in one game basically uh, for, right. each, for each team. Yeah, that's quite so interesting. It's, um, ah, you don't get, oh, you obviously have to pick a decent keeper but Sounds like an absolute fucking nonsense. I'm sorry. I mean, this is. I mean, I could talk for another twenty minutes about. You mentioned that Abu Dhabi stuff and the. And I know. Look, I think it's a great opportunity for for play for the player power now of making shed loads of money is great. And there is a lot of money in the game. Ironically, none of that money is coming to cricket in Scotland. Um, filtering down, it's not really. You know, it's not working Aye. that way. There's just certain people getting more and more bloody money. And I know, and Steve, you know, they'll come up with that that format there. Don't mention it too loudly because all of a sudden they'll change the hundred to it or oh. something like that. Or the I don't know the hundreds. In my opinion, are nonsense. It's going to disgrace. Yeah, destroy county cricket and the, the 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 fact that you need to blend the game. You need you need to get players from Somerset into the England. You need players from Durham. Look at the bloody current England team, for example. If you don't have hubs in those places cricket will die in those places you are destroying the current audience of cricket i i've never known a sport to, to, to want to self-implode as much as cricket oh, has it's mental, mental. we've is. still got a good product you know we've still got a good product and and it just upsets me um but that said white ball cricket is where scotland uh, need to focus on and 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 fair dues in both the men, women's, and young and youth game, we, we, we're doing really well uh, relative to our, our our competition, and that's that's a really good thing. Pete, as a as a Gloucestershire member, I presume you play, pay some sort of membership fee. How do you feel when you see Benny Howell playing in the hundred and you're paying his wages for Gloucester? Yeah, look, I mean, he's just he's just leaving Gloucestershire, but it's. Oh, is he? I mean, he's getting paid. He's getting paid separately um, for, for for that for that hundred gig. It's it's really it's really disappointing. I have no. I don't watch the hundred. I'm not interested in the hundred. I don't have any interest yeah. in that. I think it's uh, and and it's it, it, it. You know, for me, how can you? You can't have passion about a site that's just been created two years ago. 
for me, sport is all about identity. Sport is all about what you what you affiliate yourself with. Now, I'm I, despite my accent, I consider myself Scottish, uh, and and so I support Scotland. I grew up in Bristol, so I support Gloucestershire. You, you know, if even if you created a Bristol team in the hundred, I find yeah. it difficult to support because it's not what I grew up with. It's not where my where my heart is. And at the moment, people I know are saying, "Well, yeah, but it's all about the young, the players, and you get associated, get excited about the players." But the players don't care. From what I gather, the hundred players they don't give a toss. They're sort of it's a bit of a charade. The whole thing it's like a traveling circus. Um, so yeah, that's um, that, that, that 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 that's my my issue with it all. Cricket should all be about, uh, and sport should always be about identity. It should always have that passion. That's why we talk so passionately about cricket Scotland, um, and that's why people care so much about why the hundred is fundamentally destroying that identity, and and not just the hundred, but other constant franchise tournaments you know certain players will play five or six franchise tournaments a year how how does that work how can you have any that's good for them they make money i can understand it as a player but it, they, how can how can anybody get excited about that you know i know i know bizarre sorry Brad, it's, it's over. individual sport isn't it cricket in a team game like i on you think liam livingston gives a shit if the northern superchargers win as long as he hits 80 or 40 balls and gets paid and gets picked for england then it doesn't really matter what how how they get on Really, and that's a, and, and that will kill it. That will kill it because people get interested for a while. Ah. They're interested. Oh, this is new. This is exciting. And then after a while, it's like I don't care. And this is on all the time. And I don't really know who's playing who and what it's about. And yeah, there's some good clips, and it can make a nice highlights reel, and it can be good on 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 a on a little Twitter thing. But ultimately, after a while, the stadiums will be empty because everyone's like, I don't care about the Northern Superchargers or the Cape Town Strikers or the I don't know the Melbourne Renegades because they because ultimately there's not that 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 affiliation that passion that 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 heart that essence of what sport is you know. So you're definitely not going to play for Marchmont in the Edinburgh Hundred competition next year. <laughs> no. <laughs> and the links. Ah, Pete, man, I love listening to you, man. What a passionate speaker you are, mate. Um, I think that's us done, boys, isn't it? Anything more to add? Predictions for tomorrow, please. Uh... Well, first of all, I've got to paint the fence. Second of all, <laughs> going for red cedar. Second of all, hopefully make sure, it's a full make, sure game you, hog. make sure you prime that first, mate. Ah, would you go that first? Oh, well, that might be good. That might be buy me an early exit from painting the fence. Then I need to go and get some primer. Anyway, hope it's a full game. Hope Scotland bat first, get to eighty plus, and we'll get the US out for two fifty. In, a, in an oh. evenly matched contest, but Scotland to win. That's mine. Ooh, okay. It sounds like a good good day out. That, like um, that. a close game. I'm I'm quite. I, I, I mean, that Aaron Jones is in good form, eh? So I mean, yeah. um, I I think I think I'd be if Scotland bat first. I'd want to see them. I know it's rained the last couple of days. That might affect the pitch. So we're looking at yeah. To, again, I'd probably agree with you. We need two eighty and bowl 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 well. Um, if you get Jones out, there's a couple of other places, Netravel, good people like that. You want to get those two out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two, 220, 230, that would be my hope. But ultimately, I think Scotland will win. Either way, batting or bowling first. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, are you going to cycle at the game, mate? Nah, I need to drive. Since you're a pro cyclist. I'm playing golf, playing golf after, so I need to uh, need to get a quick exit. I'm not that quick on the bike yet. But, um, guy, the USA, that boy, Aaron Jones, batted so well. Did you see the shot that took him to his 100? Cool. Oh. Over, over extra, unreal. He's only a wee guy. That's what Peter uh, Peter Della Pena kept talking about. How small he was. 
and it, he's off, there's obviously a bit of niggle there, right? Between Jones and Peter Della and Della Pena. Yeah, because oh. Jones cannot run between the wickets, and Della Pena goes ballistic at him every Aye. single time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he, the boy Leonard was like, just go and just give him a compliment on how well he's batted. And he couldn't do it. He, he, Leonard was like, this must be up there with one of the best ODI performances. They've only played about 10 ODIs. And he still couldn't say, yeah, yeah, you're right. So yeah. obviously a wee bit of niggle there. He's obviously not liked something one of them have said to each other. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm not cycling. How are you getting there, Liam? Uh, I was going to take the motor, mate. I've got, I've got the I've got the B-man to pick up later. So, uh, okay. What time got, are you, are you going that. down for the start? Hi. Yeah. I'll see you there then. Yeah, good man. Maybe get a wee coffee beforehand. Uh... Oh, oh, mama, ma. yes. What, what, what's what's the name? slice. <laughs> Bit early for that. But um, what's the name of the wee, the wee coffee shop around the corner? Oh, uh, I've been a few times. Is it Time Out or something like that? No. Yes, it is. Time Out, spelled T H Y M E. What time go. for that? Oui. Um, Yay! Time the only thing is with Time Out, right? I, I uh, obviously. Tesco meal deal can't go wrong with it for your lunch. It's like what is it, three pound, three pound fifty or something? With a wee mm-hmm. uh, white Twix chaser to bring up over four pound. Anyway, you go into time out. It's sandwich, maybe a sam, no, just soup or a sandwich. One of the one of the other, a coffee and a maybe a peppermint slice or a caramel slice or a bit of carrot cake. Any confectionery that's part of the meal deal costs about twelve quid. Ah, it's wild, mate. In time out, so nah, just a coffee for. Other thing for anyone who's using time out. Just watch the plastic covers on the coffee. I often find the crack and it can lead to uh, spillage. Oh, I had a stinker at the Open. Went to watch the Open, the last day of the Open on a Sunday, Pete. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Surely open. that's a freebie. And that wasn't a freebie, no, was it? Fuck. Well, you um, paid for the ticket? Yeah. And uh, nice. I paid for a full round of drinks and threw two full pints all over me. Like, maybe <laughs> half a living. Like, bar must have just opened. And the, the flimsiest drinks carrier... So I've gone to pick it up and basically like the pinkies of each hand have just like thrown two full pints clean over me. Absolutely stinking. Brutal. Aye, That's it dro- terrible. It dried up and then obviously you're sipping all day so you forget about it. Much was a, how much was a pint of the open, Hog? Seven pound. Absolutely <gasps> torture. Yeah, I know, I know. Horrendous. Wow. If Senior but, Sweeney was there, he would have been protesting. <laughs> Not good. Not it, was, good. Uh, it was pints of, what was it again? Singer. Mm-hmm. So not a, not a bad drop, like, but um, yeah. Don't associate them with the the, the, the old course at St Andrews or the, or the <laughs> Open Championship though, as a, as a brand. I know. What are you going for, mm. like? What at the Open? Yeah. Pinot Grigio or something. That's some sort of innocent gun type. Oh of course, yeah, that's a good, that's a good show. Yeah. No, it's St Andrews Brewing Co. Yeah. They'll do so a round with an Eden Mills, Eden Mills gin. There we go. Oh, we chaser. Yeah. Oh, I see that wedding on Thursday. I was mm-hmm. going. I was going chaser. Not good when you're there representing your missus at a wedding that you don't know anyone at, Oof. and you're just making off of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can highly recommend to people that you don't do that. Do not go pint with chaser. Did you get a cleaning bill after you vacated your property for the? I don't think we've evening. got a deposit back. Put it that way. <laughs> but, right. Um, that's that. Yeah. Come on, Scotland. Oh, that's another. Yeah, it's I going hate Scotland. when people say, come on, the jocks. What do you think of that, Pete? That doesn't, it doesn't leave you up nor down, though. No? It really fucking grinds my gears when people say that. A lot of the former Scottish cricketers say that, come on, the jocks. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's what the English people call Scotsmen, the jocks. Mm. Not derogatory. It's derogatory where I come from. Well, there you go. Yeah. Nah, not for a <laughs> not enforcer. 
Mm, aye, no, I, yeah, I would, I would never say it myself. Yeah, no, aye, no, 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 not for me. No. Come on, Scotland. No, no. come on, Scotland. But uh, that's the one. Happy birthday. Yeah. Um, what are you want a cold August update? No. Yeah.